What's up, Seahawks fans? Welcome back to the unofficial official podcast of the Seattle Seahawks. Hawks are back in the win column, which feels good. I'm sure you guys are feeling good too. Carl and I break it down this week um, and have a look at the NFC playoff picture. It is pretty scrambled, to be completely honest. For the time being, the Hawks are take the take back the top spot in the NFC West. Let's see what happens with this Rams game tonight. Um, Enjoy. Have a listen. We love you guys. Seven and three. How does that sound, Carl? It sounds a lot better than six and four. Let me tell you that. That's what the Cardinals are. We were talking about this briefly. It has to be the best jersey combination in NFL history. I'm not biased in saying that, right? No, it's up there for sure. And the, I, all green, I get some people don't like it. It is what it is. The green jersey with the blue pants looks so good. I agree. The green is a bit much. All green. It almost hurts your eyes a little bit. But the blue, the blue, the blue pant, plant... The blue pants clean it up real nice. Looks so good. I wish they would wear that more often. They only do it once a year, it seems like. They just pull it out when they need it, when the well, season's they, going away? Usually it's primetime games they pull okay. it out. Yeah. So I think they had a Monday night game earlier in the year that they wore all green. That's right. And then this Thursday night game, they wore green and blue. They announced it at the beginning of the season. They announced what jerseys they're going to wear each each week. Mm-hmm. And so you know when the green jerseys are coming out. Hmm. So they, I think they plan it right from the beginning of the year. I feel like this is going to be a short and sweet podcast, Carl. It was nice to see the defense play maybe their best game in the season. I would have to 100% agree with you there, Denny. Pass rush looks much better. I know like Murray hurt himself early in the game. And kind of battled through that, so maybe he wasn't as good as he as he was last time we played them, um, and he's been as he's been this season. But it uh, was cool to see him um, like have to hurry a little bit. The one thing too is he only had 15 rushing yards. That's not a lot. They did a fantastic job containing him. I read this thing today, which is crazy. I don't know if another quarterback has had this, but Murray has played 10 games this year, and in eight of them, he's had a rushing touchdown. That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I don't know if anyone's ever beat that or done that before. I don't think so. And I, I heard that the announcers were mentioning that the, the Cardinals are the best defensive team in the league right now. Best? Yeah, that's what I heard. No, I don't think so. Really? I might be wrong. I think the Rams are better than them. Offensively? Oh, offense. Offense, yeah. Oh, I thought you said defense. No, sorry, offense. Uh, I think the Seahawks are still up there. Yeah, Seahawks up there. Like in terms of what? Yards per game? I think Points so. per game? Total, yeah. Or like total offensive stats? I don't know what the announcers were exactly focusing on. I think it's just total offense stats. Let's see here. But that surprised me. Yeah, they're number one. Kansas City is number two. And then the Chargers are three. So what is that based on? Everything. Uh, total yards, passing yards, rushing yards, and then points per game. Hmm. So they can put up points. Where's the Seahawks in there? Seahawks are four. Okay. Because they were one for a while. 
Do they have more points though? I guess last game Kurt only scoring thirteen. Whatever they had, thirteen or sixteen. So the Seahawks have a higher points per game, second highest in the league at thirty one point eight, and then the Cardinals are twenty eight point seven. The Chiefs are first at thirty two point one. So it's all up there, pretty close. Speaking of the Chiefs, they Mahomes is good, eh? Mahomes is good. Yeah, he's fun to watch too. Did you watch the game last night? Mm -hmm. Did you watch his game winning drive? Isn't that the only thing you stay and watch those games for? Yeah. Just him in that How, position is so much fun to watch. It was so easy for him. <laughs> Do you think it's like, like... It looked like the Raiders' defense disappeared. Completely. Yeah, he was just picking them <laughs> apart. Yeah. He did whatever he wanted. Do you think that's like pure athleticism or do you think it's his mindset and like the way he prepares for games? Because his confidence... some people is, are just built differently than other people. I don't know. I know that like Russell Wilson prepares really, really well, which is probably a factor why he's good late in games too. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough about Mahomes, but I would assume if he is the best quarterback in the world that he probably prepares really well. He knows what's going on, yeah. I think at that level, like everyone you're playing against is a freak athlete too. Mm -hmm. And I think preparation probably makes a big difference difference it just if you got to find a way to separate right just be more prepared for the game yeah watch more film mm -hmm. understand what defenses are doing as they're lining up before they're actually doing it yeah man fun to watch the nfc is still so crazy congested eh? oh yeah like drew Brees going down they still had a, a big win against a mediocre team right Taysom hill eh? i'm surprised that they went with them did you watch that game at all? Uh, I count maybe like a quarter of it, but he's not a real quarterback. He's like that in between. He's like a Tim Tebow, right? Yeah, he plays a little bit of everything. And they have James Winston on the bench, which which he, I mean, had a pretty solid year last year. 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I mean, shit. people were surprised that he went with Taysom Hill. He was a starter in, in uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Who did they beat? They beat... Oh, why can't I remember? Oh, they beat Atlanta. Atlanta's not very good. Atlanta's three and seven. Atlanta is just on the struggle bus right but now. But they have the best. Do we, have we heard anything about uh, Drew Brees' injury? The length. Yeah. Let's see here. Because they're the only eight and two team in the NFC, and then the Seahawks are currently in second position at seven and three. But if the Rams win today. Mm -hmm. The Rams would go to second at seven and three, and we would fall to six. That is a big swing in the NFC. Yeah. Man. Do you like the way that the NFL does the playoffs in that the four division winners get the top four spots rather than the four best records? I don't know. Because, I mean, it makes things interesting, but then you get like, you know, the Philadelphia, Dallas, and then those guys are making the playoffs with a losing record. So that's kind of whack. I don't know. Because it's either, it's either this kind of style or you're comparing it more to the NBA, right? Where it's like essentially just your record. No division. I don't know. I think divisions make it more interesting. A little bit more funner. Gives teams, you know, you get the underdog in the playoffs, someone makes a run or whatever, but I think it makes it a little bit more funner. 
Right now, <clears throat> if the season were to end right now, the NFC West has three teams in the playoffs. I do not believe that's ever happened before. No, no way. There's no way. So how do you feel about it? The playoff? Yeah. Uh, it's I mean, always been confusing to me, like, why a team would finish, like, 9-6 and six and not make the playoffs and then someone would win their division, like the Seahawks a bunch of years ago. 2012, I think we talked yeah. about, or 2010. At 7-9. and nine. I got it. I don't know. But at the same time in the NFL, strength of schedule varies so different. So different. Based on who's in your conference. Like, yeah. Like the strength of schedule of like the Philadelphia Eagles, for example, who get to play three shit teams twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that like, if you are a decent football team, that that's six automatic wins, right? It should be. And like, because their division is so bad, so bad. And like, football is just a weird sport, right? Because you only have those few games. You're you're not playing eighty plus games in a year, so you don't meet every team. So I, I kind of like the divisions in that factor. Like the better team within division actually gets a chance to move on, mm-hmm. right? Because you're competing. Those are the games that you're playing. You don't get the chance to see everyone in the league. So in that case, I think it works. Like you said, strength of schedule is everything in the NFL. It makes such a big difference. <clears throat> Speaking of, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Seahawks, they have the weakest strength of schedule for the next or for the remainder of the season, which is interesting. Um, and really at this point, I think it would be a pretty big downer if we did not come out of these next four at 11 and three. We have Philly, we have the Jets, we have the Giants and Washington. Yeah. Combined, what do they have? Like 10 wins, 11 wins? Oh, that's... That's generous. The Jets are still 0-9? 0-10? Or 0-11? No, 0-10. I think the Giants have won a few games. The, the Giants are 3-7. and seven. The Eagles are 3-6. and six. So that's 6? And then the... And then Washington has 3? I think they just won this three. week. Yeah. So the, 9, so no. <laughs> 9. <laughs> Crazy. Took the under. Let's get back to the defense, Carl. What um, would you like? Oh, I saw that in something interesting. Uh, Jadavion Clowney last year mm-hmm. in how many games did he play? 10? Even if that. I think he was. Was it eight or nine? Was it 10? I can't remember. Something like that. Anyway, as a Seahawk had like two sacks last year. Yeah. And Carlos Dunlap in his first, has he played three games? Maybe three. Has three and a half. He has been fantastic. Really good, hey? Really good. Dude, like... It's a weird position, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of what you do goes unnoticed or you don't get credit for. Like, if you push your guy back three yards and the running back has to change directions and gets tackled for a loss... Yeah, closing it's holes. It's your, like, you should get credit for that, but mm-hmm. no one is ever really saying your name. No. Occasionally, no. like, commentators will pick that guy out and, and watch a replay and circle him. But like a lot of what you do goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And so for for a fan or someone who necessarily doesn't know the game that well, they probably can't really understand why like Aaron Donald makes whatever, $20 million a year or whatever it is. Yeah. But like he is a factor on almost every play. 
Because the fans notice him when he's on top of the quarterback. Exactly. Right? That's but, all they know. Tax or, or a tackle is uh, for a loss and sacks, right? But those those big guys, those like key players, like they're going at those guys 100% every time. Oh my God. They're getting double team. Like they're forcing double teams. And even then you have a problem creating holes, right? Like it limits your run and everything so much. Those guys change everything. So you like the way the defense played? Dude, they had so much pressure. It was a lot better. A lot, a lot better. Guys, like, guys' footwork was fantastic, man. Watching Bobby Wagner line up the running backs when they're going one-on-one is a thing of beauty. <laughs> His footwork is amazing. It is. I he know. guesses, like, they're cut almost every time. It's wild to see. And like I said, the containment on Kyler was huge. That was big. 15 rushing yards. They took they took that like, completely out of the game. When you're watching games, are you like singling out guys on plays? Because watching and being able to comment on someone's footwork like that mm. and how they read running backs' cuts, I don't think most people watch the game that way. I don't know. Are I've, you replaying plays or are you just like watching specific guys on certain downs and stuff? I watch. You got. I think I, I follow guys on specific downs. I think there's so much happening. I think that's the best way to to get a feel kind of how everyone's playing. So you're not watching the ball all the time? Not all the time, no. I think that's what most fans do, though. Totally. Yeah. It's the same as, like, the DNs, right? Mm-hmm. Not giving them credit when they're blowing up people. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, oh, what a perfect ending to the game, eh? A sack. It went down pretty, yeah. So perfect. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, what else? What did you think? Talk to me about the CBs, the secondary. Um, well, last time Kyler Murray played us, he put up 360 yards and three touchdowns. This time he put up 269 and two touchdowns. And again, like we were up most of the game, if not all the game. The entire game. I the think. entire game. Yeah. So that probably helps those stats a little bit. Like they were throwing a lot. They only rushed the ball 18 times. They had a terrible, terrible rushing game. Once again, our defensive line stepped up. Huge. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Seahawks had a really, really balanced offense and I look pretty good. Like it's nice to have a running back back like Carlos Hyde was back and he had 14 carries for 80 yards. He's he looks good out there. eh? He's surprising. He had a couple catches too. What's uh, what's their sixth string guy? What's his name again? DJ or no, Bo Scarborough? Guy. Wasn't there one more? No, Bo. Someone with an S. Bo Scarborough. Scar- oh, Scarborough, that's right. Scarborough. He got. He had a couple cool runs, man. They were using everyone. But they were uh, using the running backs, not just running, but they were throwing to them. DJ Dallas had a couple receptions, a couple <clears> big runs. Just throwing everyone out there. DJ Dallas had two catches. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember this. So I think it was in the first half. There was a big play down the sideline to Metcalf. And it got called back for holding. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that play? Mm-mm. So our center is a rookie and he is not a center. <laughs> he is a tackle. <laughs> but he got put as center because our center got hurt. Pochich, right? Mm-hmm. Pochich. He's been out for a few weeks, I think. Ethan, yep. So Damian Lewis is playing center and who has had quite a good season 
for being a rookie in the NFL mm -hmm. at a very difficult position. He just gets run straight over. Just straight over. Like he falls backwards and the guy falls on top of him because his momentum is pushing him forward. He gets pancaked every time. Uh, no, not every time. That was the first time I ever seen that <laughs> on it, for him. But they, get, they threw a flag and called a holding penalty and they replayed it like twice or three times on the TV. And it was hilarious how like you're just embarrassing someone at that point, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's embarrassing to get mm -hmm. run over. Oh yeah. And he clearly got run over and did not hold at all. But they called a hold on it. And I wanted to bring that up just to just to reiterate how much I hate refs in all sports, in all situations. So he just went through him and fell around. Did he close his hands or anything? Was he inside of him? He just got straight run over hmm. and fell backwards on his ass. Did and they the go, guy fell on top of him. Did he go to the TV ref? Mm -hmm. Did he have any comments? What do you say? Mike, Mike Zafora, what's his last name? Sephora. Is <laughs> that a makeup brand? <laughs> How do I know that? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because it makes me upset. And during the game when this stuff happens, I'm yelling. One of the other things I wrote down on my notes, I told you, I wrote Flowers is so bad three times. Mm -hmm. He's so bad. Is that the really the best that can possibly... Like, can we bring Deion Sanders back? It'd probably be better. Because it's been a few games now where he's been completely exposed. Good news was Quentin Dunbar was injured, so we didn't have two absolute liabilities out there. <laughs> Man, you know who... <laughs> he, I'm surprised he doesn't get in more trouble. We're off the flowers topic, we know. Everyone knows he's not a good football player. It is what it is. I'm surprised he doesn't get suspended more. Uh, Quandre Diggs. Another helmet to helmet, eh? He had two absolute yeah. annihilations of human beings in the game. And, and he really likes to line people up. <laughs> and the first one was very clean. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was a tight end, like over the middle, caught the ball, turned, and like his shoulder just hit him straight in the, straight chest, in the chest and chest. knocked him backwards and he dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. and it, it was a huge play. It was like third and four or something. Yep. It was huge. Yep. I, as a football fan, I love seeing those plays happen. Like, they're so fun to watch. And it, I don't know about you watching those those plays, but, like, it's an immediate reaction for me that is involuntary. Like, I, do, I can't control it. Just mm -hmm. as soon as that hit happens, I'm like, yeah. oh! You can't help it. You got to yeah. stand up, get off your seat. No, I know. It's a big hit. It's freaking... Oh. But he had another one after on DeAndre Hopkins too. That was head-to-head? Um, -head. Almost. I think Hopkins complained about it, didn't he? He yeah. complained. I don't think he like they hit, but he's he's out there. He's throwing himself around, man. Do you think he's going to get another one soon, <clears throat> another fine? I know. Remember early in the year he got kicked out of a game, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you... I've got Hyde looking good in the first half. He, mm -hmm. he had a really good game. Really good. Um this happened again, and it, I think maybe as Seahawks fans, while Pete Carroll is um, still running the show, we just have to assume that this is always going to happen. But again, I think it was in the second quarter. I can't remember. Um, fourth and one around midfield, mm -hmm. and he punts again. I don't really get it. I think we've talked all those stats with Mike. It makes a lot of sense for me, especially when we have a very struggling defense. Mm -hmm. To like at that point, 
Carlos Hyde was averaging like seven and a half yards. Yes. Yeah. And it's fourth and half a yard. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, why not? I don't know. It, it, it seems like Pete Carroll doesn't even think about like the situation. He's not thinking like, remember a couple games ago we were talking about it and we're down seven at that point early in the game. The defense has looked atrocious. Mm -hmm. They've had three drives of like 80 plus yards for touchdowns already. It seems like he's not taking that into consideration. And his philosophy is just you punt the ball on fourth down. No matter what, eh? No matter what. Because like even we talked about it like with Mike last time. Don't teams that go for it on fourth and one, isn't it like a 73% success rate or something high? It's really high. And especially if we have a struggling defense, I 100% agree with you. Like, let's start taking more risks. I don't know, but I think he's just old school. Super, super old school. Play it super, super safe. I think... <laughs> I think my confusion comes into that, like, it seems like situation is not taken into consideration, and I think it should be. Yeah. It's like no matter what, he has a decision, If right? you have the best defense in the league, yeah. and let's say you're up by seven early in the game or something, mm -hmm. a turnover on your own 40 could give another team a lot of momentum and completely change the way the game's going. Mm -hmm. If... <laughs> if you have the worst defense in NFL history and you're already down by seven, you're already playing catch up. So punting the ball essentially puts you down by 14. Yeah. And yeah. then it's a lot, like it's an extremely difficult situation to come out of. Very difficult. <sighs> He's got to start going for it. I don't know. Let's take more risks, man. Do we know when, um, I think... They said Penny is on pace for like week 13, 14. So they said recently. Um, and what about Carson? Fuck. I think Carson is going to try to come back next week. Is he? Yeah. He's That'd be really nice right to now. have him. Even if he just handles the ball like 10 to 12 times. Yeah. And then Hyde is like a great second option. Then we like, I guess Scarborough had a decent game too. Average 5.2 yards, six carries for 31 yards. I think both, both our lines just showed up. But, yeah, how long is he out for? Yeah, so Chris Carson might be back next week. He might be? Okay. And Shaquille Griffin is out. You mentioned that. I think he's going to go for a bit. Travis Homer is doubtful. Yeah, the Shaquille Griffin one hurts us a lot. It hurts us a lot because then we're we're forced to play one of those other CBs, like Flowers <laughs> and Dunbar. Man, uh, okay. <clears throat> I didn't know this rule. This is we were just talking about yeah. this. So we had a safety in the game, which is weird. Just a weird, mm -hmm. weird rule. It is so penalizing. It's it's crazy. Two points and the ball I and mean, the ball. Yeah, it's game changer. But I didn't. I just. I didn't know this rule that a penalty on the offense in the end zone results in a safety. How often do you think that comes up? So rare. 
maybe, maybe once every five years. No, I think it once might be a year. more than that. I was going to say once a year. Once a year at least. Because teams get pinned on the like you three, four yard line all the time. All the time. So a hold probably happens fairly often. But it just happened that he was cr- like he was taking a step over the line. And when the hold actually happened, he was in the end zone, which results in a safety. So weird. fucking weird. That is extremely penalizing. I can see if I can figure out when's the last time that has happened. The hold already in football, I don't really understand why it's a 10-yard penalty when most of the other like small penalties five are five-yard penalties. Yeah. It's very penalizing. And it's hard to call. It's hard to get a clean look and make a call. There's so much happening on the yeah. field at once. But then, yeah, offensive linemen might have the hardest job in the, in the league. Dude, <laughs> it's so hard. And then you, like, make the most harsh penalties against them. Don't, so you need to protect the quarterback who makes the most money. You need to know the snap count. Need, like, if he gets hurt, your career is essentially done. Yeah, there's no point in If it's your fault, you're yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Get out. So your job is to protect him from the most athletic freak humans of all time. Oh, and if you touch them in the wrong way, we're going to move your team backwards. And if you touch them in the wrong way, in the wrong part of the field, in the end zone, we're going to give the other team two points, you're going to look like an idiot, and we're going to make you give the ball. And they're going to get the ball again. That's (laughs) the biggest thing, man. I don't know. Some good games next week. Ravens and the Steelers. I'm in. I like that. They're playing again, eh? Uh, yeah, because they're the same division and they play twice. Who did they they beat Tennessee this week? The Ravens. That was a pretty good game. No, the Ravens lost. Did Tennessee win it? Tennessee won in overtime. Oh, shit, that's right. Derrick Henry went to the touchdown. That's right. Lamar Jackson doesn't look very good. No. Not at all. No. Teams have figured out how to contain his rush a bit more. Now yeah. they're he's more controlled. He's forced to throw. And he's struggling. Struggling to make those decisions, struggling to make those plays. Also, Baltimore has like no receivers. They have one good tight end, and that's it. That's right. Huh. I don't think they, well, I said from the beginning of the year. You've been calling it for the last like year and a half. (laughs) I I don't think they're that good of a football team. Mm -mm. I'm a bit surprised how good Pittsburgh is this year. I didn't think they were going to be, well, when was the last time a team was 10 and 0? Especially like a team like this on paper. Mm-hmm. They're not like, you know, sure, they're good, but not 10 and 0. I they, think they just have a lot of things that are clicking for them right now. And they're beating good teams. Yeah, they are. Their defense Steelers. is playing fantastic. Like this year, this week they beat the Jaguars. <laughs> they I. Who they beat? They beat. The Ravens by four. They beat the Titans by three. <clears throat> and so they haven't played good teams. Never mind. They played two good teams. But they won both. They and they play both. the Ravens again this week yeah. on Thursday night. Ooh. That's going to be a fun game. Baby. That'll be a sweet game. The Ravens are six and four, eh? Yikes. They're struggling, dude. And then they have Buffalo. They have a pretty easy schedule, these guys, eh? They have four games this year that are good teams. They have Buffalo later in the year. Um, all right, Carl. 
<clears throat> NFC playoff picture. Who who is looking promising to you right now? From the NFC, eh? Yeah. Not anyone from the NFC East? <laughs> I think that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> the last couple of weeks, the LA Rams have surprised me. They're playing the Bucks right now. This is a fucking huge game. Yeah. Uh, if see. the bu- if the, I think the winner of this game might put themselves at the top of the NFC. I think New Orleans, with Drew Brees out for a few weeks, probably, um, they're not the same team. No, not even close. And we- they, I wonder if he'll be back for the Chiefs game. They play the Chiefs on December twentieth. Oh, the Packers lost too, eh? To Indianapolis. That was a big loss. Mm-hmm. So that hurts the NFC North. I don't know what's going on with the Packers. Is it? I think it's their defense. Their de- I don't think their defense is on the same tier as like some of these other teams. No. I mean, I don't know how much I like them. You said this. I like the Bucks over the Saints, especially now. It's probably the Bucks and the Rams one two right now. Yeah, and then. And Seattle, New Orleans, and Green Bay. I throw Cardinals in there too. Yeah. I mean, the NFC is tight. This is probably the tightest we've seen it in in forever. So long. I know. Flip a coin. And one of the divisions is useless. That's so funny. The, it could, yeah, man. The Eagles. I'm I'm trying to get our good friend Nav to uh, come hang out with us on Monday night next week and watch the Eagles game with us. <laughs> they, yeah, the Eagles do not have an easy schedule. <laughs> the Eagles' next few games are Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys. <laughs> and something <laughs> something's going on with Carson Wentz, man. He's a turnover machine. The Eagles are on the struggle bus right now. I wonder what happened to that guy. He's more picks than TDs. Everyone was so pumped about him his first year. And he got them to the Super Bowl, but then didn't even get a chance to win it. He got injured. Yeah. Foles won. Now Foles is struggling with the Bears. <laughs> Football is such a weird, crazy What sport. happened there? Why is he starting and not the other guy? Trubisky? Trubisky was playing really bad. Oh, yeah. And they pulled him, I think. And then he's also been dealing with some kind of injury. I think the last couple, a few weeks he, he's just been on the bench. He hasn't even been dressed. Because remember when Foles got injured, they had to put in the other guy, the third string? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you think um do you think the Hawks can have a convincing victory this year? They have four games in a row that they should beat teams by yeah. double digits. Yes. I think the next four games are cakewalks. I think that's I'm I hate we're so I don't know about that in the NFL. The NFL's too good. Have cakewalks. Cakewalks? No, you're not a fan of cakewalks. I don't know. I the, feel like one of the four is going to be a really close game. Yeah, it'll be like within a touchdown. Just the way this year. I know play. you're so right. And the defense is so bad, right? They'll like, all be within a touchdown and a field goal, so within ten points. I think they'll all be less than ten points. Yeah, all of them. <sighs> Fuck. We're playing the Jets. I know, but do you and go Washington. all out against the Jets? How do you get pumped up to play the Jets? I'm going to say all within 10, Denny. All single digits. That is say a, we beat the Jets by 10. That's a bold <laughs> statement. 
Okay, what do you think Monday night? Oh, fuck. The Eagles are bad, 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 bad. I think we, our offense gets rolling. I think, I think we get our 30. And now it just depends which one of our defenses shows up. We've been pretty good. Uh, we haven't had a takeaway in a while, eh? That would be nice to see. Uh, it's been a long time. A forced fumble or interception? Did they, they didn't have one this week. No. Okay, let's go 34. Oh, fuck. Now I fucked myself with the 10-point thing, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Uh, Think the Eagles are going to put 27 against us? No, let's go Let's go 31 to 24. I think we see regression this week in our defense. Really? I think so. I just we're so fucking inconsistent, man. I'm gonna say thirty-one to twenty. Thirty-one to twenty. Okay. Win by eleven. Okay. So we're both kind of in that range. Cause I think as soon as the Seahawks get up in the first half, let's say they're up like seventeen seven early in the game, mm-hmm. they're just gonna run the ball a lot. And the game just goes, clock runs. You think it's going to be a good start by the Seahawks? Yeah. I don't know. The Eagles don't scare me at all. The offense looked good. Like, very balanced. Ran for 165 mm-hmm. and rushed through for 197. I feel like uh, Metcalf did a fantastic job kind of not being shut out by a good defender this week. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying a few things different, and I think... Lockett had a quiet... Good a, game, eh? He had the second touchdown, but he was quiet. He had nine receptions, though. And it didn't seem like Lockett. he was involved that much. No. He just got these like little sneaky grabs when a you A bunch need of it, short eh? passes because like, he only had 67 yards for nine nine touches. On third and fourth and stuff, you always get those five yards, right? Mm-hmm. Just that. I'll just, just enough. Yeah. I'm excited. Not worry about the Eagles. I'm excited to get through that Cardinals game because if they mm-hmm. lost that and they were six and four... It'd be a pretty tough stretch. Whereas I agree. right now they're in a pretty good position to win the division. Especially that would have been a three-game losing streak too, right? I know. This yeah, last week you get on a win, and now you go four easy games. Because if they win all four, right now, assuming the Rams win tonight, the Hawks and Rams are tied in record, but the Rams have the tiebreaker right now, mm-hmm. and. What does the Rams the rest of their schedule look like? They play the 49ers next week, then the Cardinals, Patriots, Jets, Seahawks. So their 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 rest of their season is way tougher than ours. Way tougher. That's gonna be a great game against Arizona. In Arizona too, December sixth. Oh, let's go. And the Pats are so up and down, man. They've looked really good on a couple of games and then like so bad on others. I don't know what's going on with Cam Newton, man. He I don't I don't think he's that good. He's not he's not I don't know. I don't know how he got MVP that one year, but he's not a good thrower. He had he, a great team around him. Yeah. Like they made the Super Bowl there, right? He's slowed down a lot now. He's making a lot of tr- like turnovers. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. It's ugly in New England right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. I never really liked his style of play. He's almost just, like a big Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. K 
Cam probably throws it better than Lamar. It's not saying much, right. but yeah. <laughs> when you don't have many weapons around you, you need to be like one of the best to win football games. 100%. Yep. Or you need to have a special connection with the receiver or something. Something's got to click, but you have to, you're going to have to work harder. Yeah, let's get out of here. That feeds me. Okay.